No matter how old you are, it's been hard to miss the Barbie hype in anticipation of the Barbie movie, which is coming to cinemas on Thursday. We are embracing the pink here on Afternoons, but the Wellington Museum has gone all out with a pop-up Barbie Dreamhouse exhibition. Joining me now is the co-curator of the show and regular art contributor on RNZ, Megan Dutton. Hi, Megan. Kia ora. Exciting times. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, who knew the world was going to go so Barbie crazy? Yeah, do you think we're all just enjoying having something light to get excited about with all the, uh, all the negativity and bad news in the world? Well, you know, yeah, I, I guess that could be part of it. I mean, I, I think, you know, Barbie comes in, you know, pink clothing and fantastic outfits. But, you know, she's she's quite an interesting little social um, and cultural artifact. So I think she she has more message and range than people than people might might think. Interesting. You know, and presumably that was... Looking at her. Yeah, and obviously that's part of the appeal for Wellington Museum. Uh, why did they decide to go with this Barbie dream house? Uh, the show is called The Barbie Collector. And, um, you know, I had a twinkle in my eye because my daughter said to me, Mummy, the next show we do, you do, we do, should be about dolls. Right. And I had it in my mind that the Barbie film was coming out. And Wellington Museum, we're a museum that actively collects, of course. We collect the stories of Wellington. And I was thinking, oh, isn't collecting quite an interesting phenomenon? Museums do it at one scale, but lots of people are collectors and so I was looking around for doll collectors and I found Patsy Carlyle who had over a thousand dolls and was only too happy to show them and that's <laughs> how the show came about. Oh cool. Um, it's kind of a like a little pink snowball gathering momentum. Yeah. Yeah. And um, tell us what people will see when they head along to the exhibition. Well, what, what we've done is over a couple of crazy days, myself and the exhibition manager went to Patsy's house in Helensville and, you know, decanted a lot of her collection, but not all of it. Patsy has so many Barbies. There was row upon row of them behind one another. So we kind of took... I just went mad, really, selecting all of the ones that I thought showed Barbie the most over time. Patsy had a lot, has a lot of box dolls. She has a mainly box collection, so never been opened. Hmm. And she has a lot of dolls that I'd remember from my childhood, you know, 80s and 90s kind of Barbies that would have been marketed to two little children. And then, of course, you know, Barbie gathers momentum and is still going in the 90s when eBay arrives and collecting itself takes off. So Patsy has a wide range of collectibles too. So we've got a lot of characters from TV and popular culture, like I Dream of Jeannie. Um, Patsy's husband's favourite Barbie is an imitation of Tippy Hedron and the birds being attacked by birds. Huh, you know, we've really? Got all sorts, yeah, really. We've got all sorts of crazy Barbies. So I think, you know, everyone should be able to find some kind of Barbie they recognise and hopefully some kind of Barbie or Ken that they don't recognise too. Ken always have blonde hair. For some reason in my head I imagine having dark hair, but everyone thinks I'm crazy. 
Well, you know, Ken's, Ken's hair has ranged in colour. Funnily enough, actually, Jesse, we've got a mod Ken from 1972 in the show. He's not in his original box anymore. I have a whole cabinet of Kens, and they are very special. <laughs> Mod Kent is definitely a brunette, and he originally had a decal sideburns and a beard. Sadly, <laughs> he doesn't have those anymore, but he did come out in 1972. Cool, cool. Maybe it was Mod Ken I was thinking of. Hey, um, yeah. tell me about the role your eight-year-old daughter Fern has played. The whole idea came from Fern, really, because, you know, last year I I did a show about mermaids, and then she said to me, quite reasonably, Mummy, the next show we'll do together and it will be about dolls. Um, So the impetus came from her, and, you know... I, I lost my mum a few years ago, and she was very close to Fern. So, you know, Fern was like, Nana was the number one doll player with Fern, mm. and now I'm the number two doll player. And, you know, I just wanted to really validate that doll play is quite an important and interesting, um, you know, part of play. Dolls teach us about you know, how we speak to others and how we think, you know, they kind of are, uh, you know, they kind of help us in act types of empathy. So I wanted to really validate that, you know, she had a great idea there. And um, then it spun out into Barbie. Fern likes all sorts of dolls, not just Barbies, but we have some of her Barbies in the show too. And we'll be doing a tour together, me and Fern, Fern's eight years old, on the 6th of August, where we'll both talk about what we like about dolls um, and what we don't like. Fern's quite opinionated that there's <laughs> pink in the show. Right. What's uh, her favourite doll in the exhibition? Oh, she's got so many Barbies. Like, well, you know, she hasn't seen all of them unboxed yet. Like, I couldn't take her with me when I went and had to, you know, grab about 500 of them. It would have been too hectic. <laughs> um but yeah, she likes she likes a lot of them, and you know, like she can like them all for a few minutes, and then she'll like another one. It's interesting because when you look at the history of Barbie, she came out in 1959. R- Ruth Handler and Elliot Handler were the co-founders of Mattel, and they were a husband and wife um, team. And Ruth. Ruth felt that there was a gap in the market for a doll that wasn't a baby doll. She yeah. was very much a working woman, and she wanted to see her young daughter, uh, Barbara, you know, have a kind of three-dimensional doll that she could project onto and project different kind of ideas about her life and her future onto. Um, and that's uh, part of the genesis story of Barbie. So it's interesting, too, there's, you know, like Barbie's... Is, got such a long design history there's a lot of stuff out there on her but you know it was interesting to me that Ruth kind of felt guilty sometimes as a mother and wanted this example of a doll that works and does different things Mm -hmm. so when the handlers were running Mattel it was a very conscious decision that Barbie was never um, you know, a mother or with with a baby, that there were always multiple Barbies enacting all sorts of different roles oh, yeah. that could project into. Does that make Barbie a feminist icon? Well, I think that is very much a debatable point, and I, that's what interests me about the take that the film, you know, might might have on things. I don't think the answer is going to be yes for everyone, but I mean, yes, I do think um, Barbie to me, does represent a a certain kind of feminism. And she also represents ways that, 
you know, society has fallen short and been myopic and not and not had enough vision. For instance, you know, for many years, of course, Barbie was criticised for her figure, having a very adult figure, a very slim figure, very, you know, unachievable for most human beings. And so in 2016, there were finally a range of different Barbie body types released, petite, curvy and tall, um, and also a variety of... Um, different colours of dolls. Like there there have been um black and Hispanic Barbies since the eighties, but in the two thousand around two thousand and sixteen they start varying and taking into consideration that there's you know, there's a lot more kind of skin colours and possibilities out there. Is she looking in a different way than she initially looked? The direction well, of her gaze. One of the curious things about the early Barbie from 1959, the very first one, was she was always facing kind of to the coyly to the side. She has the side eye thing going on. And it's not until 1971 with Malibu Barbie that Barbie starts staring huh. out directly at people. It's what I call feminism in the wild, you know. <laughs> um, what do you hope people think about or what do you hope they get out of coming along to the exhibition? I hope that people do get some joy and delight from it and I and I hope that they, you know, have some surprising moments, moments of recognition and perhaps moments where they think, oh, there's more to this than, than I might have imagined. You know, that would be my ideal outcome. Sometimes I think Barbie can be so looked down on because she has been so heavily gendered and feminised and I think it can be very easy to trivialise, um, you know, those aspects in the world. So I think Barbie's got more complexity than can meet the eye, although certainly, you know, she has her foibles as well. But yeah, generally I'm, you know, the show has quickly become two things, you know, a portrait of Patsy, the Barbie collector, and also this potted history of Barbie as this huge toy with such an incredible cultural impact across time. And, you know, it gives people a a time to pause and think, wow, why Barbie? Why did we lose it over Barbie? And how is this <laughs> going? And where do I, you know, what do we think as yeah. an audience? Are you looking forward to the film? Yeah, I am looking forward to the film. As soon as I knew Greta Gerwig was directing the film, I just thought, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, it's going to be an interesting take on Barbie. And Fern, and I mean, I, th- I think Fern, Kim's runaway hit. Oh, uh, yeah. Fern is... Um I think too young for the film, but the exhibition at Wellington Museum is open to all, like aimed at a wide variety of ages, is it? Yeah, absolutely. It's something where I, I hoped parents would come along with their kids, for sure. Cool. great. Yeah. Is it the old museum, City of City and Sea? The one? That's right. Yeah. That's right. We're just on the waterfront, Got really it. easy location to find, and Barbie won't be too far away from you. Nice one. Great chat to you. Thanks so much, Megan. Thank you. Uh, The show runs from 22nd of July through to 10th of September, and I understand Kim Hill will be talking to the uh, collection owner, Patsy Carlyle, on her show on Saturday.